Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi there, it's Megan Mitchell from Agents of Change. Thanks for checking out my podcast. If you enjoy the content, please check out my ASWB test prep courses for the bachelor's, master's, and clinical exams. Each Agents of Change course includes more than 30 key topics that closely match the ASWB KSA content areas. Our content is great for both auditory and visual learners and includes video walkthroughs, supplemental materials, hundreds of practice questions, and twice monthly live study groups with me. You can learn more and get 10 free practice questions at agentsofchangeprep.com. This is Megan Mitchell with Agents of Change Social Work Test Prep, and I'm here to bring you a social work shorts on test week and test day. What do you do when you are approaching test day and you are in that home stretch? So many students have been asking me, my test date is soon, what do I do? So I'm going to walk you through what you can do one to two weeks out the day before test day and some tips as you are in the exam to help you be successful and get a pass on test day. So we're today going to be talking about that final stretch. So you know your test day is coming up. How do you mentally, physically prepare for this exam? Just know that as you get closer to your exam date, it's important that you take some steps so that you are most prepared as possible and that you're minimizing your stress because we know this is a very stressful time and you might actually notice that your stress level is starting to increase the closer and closer you get to test day. That's completely normal and that's because it's becoming more real. Um, So if you see yourself getting more stressed, if if you see yourself getting a little bit more anxious, Just know that's completely normal, but you want to find ways to stay in control. You want to find ways to ground yourself, and you really, really, really want to focus on that end goal, which is getting a pass and getting licensed. And I tell people, as you're in this final stretch, you do not want to overstudy, and you don't want to experience fatigue because you're not going to be 100% for test day. So hopefully you'll take some tips today about during these final weeks, how you can be best prepared. So we're going to talk about one to two weeks prior to test day. So one to two weeks out, what should you be doing? I cannot stress this enough. I talk about this in many of my social work shorts. You want to take the ASWB practice exam. It is $85, but it is a very, very, very helpful, a very useful tool. It is the only tool put out there by the ASWB, and it's going to really be like a dress rehearsal for test day. If you've taken this test before, um, the ASWB practice exam, know that there's only one version of the ASWB practice exam. So that will have to be a personal decision if you want to take sit down and take that test again. However, if you've never taken the ASWB practice exam, I cannot encourage it enough. It is 170 questions. 
It is the same software that you'll be using on test day. If you are anxious, this should hopefully help relieve some of that anxiety. I like to say that this is a dry run. This is a dress rehearsal for test day. Um, I suggest taking it at the same time that your actual exam would be. So if you have an 8 a.m. test day, try to sit down and take that ASWB practice exam at 8 a.m. Um, I would call your testing center before, ask what their requirements are for wearing a mask. Um, because if you have never sat for four hours and tested in a mask and you're required to do that, I suggest taking your ASWB practice exam in a mask if it's required. Also know you will either get a scrap sheet of paper or a whiteboard on test day. Um, when you take this practice exam, I suggest having a scrap sheet of paper or something that's going to stimulate that whiteboard so you know how you're going to utilize that on test day. It's about the size of a piece of paper. It's not very big. And you're not able to write on your whiteboard until the test begins on test day. So it really depends on what you want to put on that board. Some people put the helping process. Some people write words of encouragement. But you don't want to just leave that blank that is a tool at your um, discretion. You want to one to two weeks prior to test day. If you've taken the ASWB practice exam, you want to go through every rationale, even the ones you got correct. You're going to learn a lot from these 170 questions. So I say take a few days to go through the rationales, pick up on any patterns, and take notes on the ones that you got wrong. If you're not going to be using the actual ASWB practice exam because maybe you've taken it before, I suggest sitting down and taking a full-length exam. You don't want to get into the testing um, environment and realize you don't have the stamina to sit and test for four hours. One to two weeks prior, review the code of ethics and review it thoroughly. So you want to read it all the way through. It is very dense, but it is critical. There is an entire section on this exam that's going to be made up of ethics questions. So I suggest going through it at your own pace. It, it can be dense, so take breaks as you need to, but you need to know the code of ethics inside and out. You should always have ethics in the back of your mind when approaching any questions. Questions, questions, questions. One to two weeks out, you should have um, your studying pretty down pat at this time. So you want to make sure that you feel comfortable answering questions. You want to make sure that you have your strategy for how you're going to approach questions on test day. If you do not have a strategy yet, you want to be thinking of what you're going to do on test day. Um, are you going to use the five W's? How are you going to break down and approach those application and reasoning questions? And you should have content mastered by one to two weeks prior. You should not be trying to cram new information because you need time for the information to sit and process. So I really discourage cramming one to two weeks prior. You should be working on practice questions and you should be winding down your studying because your brain's probably overloaded at this point. You want to work on anxiety. You want to work on being mentally prepared on test day. What else should you do? Like we just talked about, wind down your studying. Um, you can overstudy for this exam and your brain will just start to feel like you're not retaining. When you've hit that point, it's time to start winding it down. You should be focusing on review. So this might just be reviewing your notes every day um, or working on self-care. Self-care is so important. And remember, it's normal for your anxiety to increase the closer you get to test day, but you have to find ways to manage this anxiety and cope with it. 
So find something that's going to work for you because there are so many people that know the content. They can be successful in the practice exam, but when they get into the testing environment, they get very, very, very anxious. And what happens when we're very, very anxious? We're not able to do our best because we're not mentally and physically at 100%. So practice self-care, it's so important. Um, a lot of people leading up will start to exercise maybe, make sure you're getting a good night's sleep a couple days before. Um, some people might um, do a, do yoga or do some restorative practice, but make sure that you are mentally and physically at 100% leading up to test day. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay. Now you are one to two weeks out. You're ready. We are approaching test day. What should you do on test day? Dress in layers because we don't know the conditions of the test center. It might be hot. It might be cold. And you're not going to be doing your best if you're sweating or if you're freezing. So wear layers so that you can dress appropriately and accordingly because we don't know what the temperature is going to be like in those testing centers. Eat something prior to your test. Even if you're someone that does not eat breakfast in the morning or you have an exam that's after lunch, you need to have something in your stomach because what happens when we're hangry, we start focusing on that when our brain needs fuel. So you want to be focused during the test. So you want to have some sort of snack or meal, um, but make sure you don't undereat and make sure you don't overeat because you don't want to have such a big meal that you are tired and feeling lethargic during the exam. So make sure that you're prepared. Also on test day, some more tips. Check your testing center. You need to know where your location of the exam is prior to test day. Some people that um, feel a little bit anxious about testing actually maybe drive to the site or practice getting to the site before so that on test day, there's no surprises. So determine how long it's going to take you to get there. Determine how you're going to get there. Are you going to drive? Are you going to take public transit? Plan extra time. You never know if there's going to be traffic or if you're taking public transportation, if something happens and it's not running on schedule. So please, please, please check your testing center. Know where you're going um, and make sure that you give yourself extra time. Show up early. You do not want to be late for your test because they might actually turn you away and you might forfeit your exam. You might be refused entry if you're not on time. And what does that mean? you're paying to take the test again. So show up early. Show up early. You do not want to be late to this. So give yourself extra time. Um, you will get information from Pearson View prior to um, coming for the test. So make sure you read that as well. Bring proper ID. I have heard of people being turned away because they forgot to bring their ID. So double check this the day before. Bring it on test day. You usually need to have a primary and secondary form of ID. All of this would be in the ASWB candidate handbook. So read that. 
you do not want to be turned away because you forgot your ID and they have no way of verifying who you are. Okay, one to two weeks out, we did everything we need to prepare. Test day, we get to the site early. We are ready now to take the test. What should you do during the test? Remember how powerful breathing is. So that's why I have here, breathe. You need to be in total control of your mind and your body during this test, so don't forget to breathe. And you might notice at the very beginning you start to test and you're feeling very uptight and very anxious. You should start to settle in as you work through a few questions. During the test, do not second-guess yourself. Go with your gut. There are some people that have the tendency to go back and change answers. I suggest not changing your answers unless you have evidence that your answer was incorrect and you need to change it or if you have an aha moment but don't just feel the need to change it that's anxiety trust your gut and um stick with that first choice so i suggest not going back and changing um, a lot of times that creates problems um, and you get so caught up on going back did you make the right choice that it kind of hijacks your your test listen to your body if you can see your mind starting to wander or your body getting a little bit fidgety, take breaks as you need them. This might be in your seat. This might be getting up to use the bathroom. But you should listen to your body and you should know how your body feels because you took the practice exam. Um, so listen to your body both physically and mentally and be mindful of the time. You can't take too long of a break. You only get four hours um, unless you have an accommodation that you get more time. So take breaks, but also always be mindful of the time. Stay positive. You might feel that this is the hardest thing you've ever done in your life. It is not an easy exam. However, you want to stay positive. There's no um, good that can come out of negative thinking during this exam. So I don't want you to start taking the exam and the questions are hard and saying, I'm going to fail. You want to be positive and you want to keep your mind focused on that end goal, which is passing this exam. So don't let your mind start to slip into some of those negative thinking patterns. Um, the power of positivity is really, really, really important. So stay positive and be very, very, very laser focused on test day. You also want to check the clock. You have about 1.5, one and a half minutes per question. If you are taking longer than this, you might run out of time. Um, if you go fast, slow down. There's people that work very fast and they finish too fast and they make mistakes. And then there's people that are spending overthinking, spending too long on the question. So um, don't spend too much time on any one question. If you're unsure of an answer, make a guess. Don't leave any blank. Flag it. And then at the end, if you have time to come back, you can come back then. But you never want to leave anything blank. And know that sometimes you just have to make your best guess and move on. Use your time wisely. Remember, you should be about halfway through, two hours in. Um, some people, a strategy that works really well is they finish 10 questions at a time, take a very small breather, do some breathing, do the next 10 questions to make it more manageable. Because there are a lot of questions and you might realize that you're starting to become fatigued on the back end of the exam. What else should you do during the test? Stay objective. 
This is a test that does not want your personal experiences in the field. So don't use your personal experiences or feelings when reading scenario-based questions. Use only the clues that they give you in the question stem. We're not adding information. We're not assuming information. Use the question stem. This is a reading comprehension exam. So stay objective, which is hard, especially if you've been working in the field. Um, remind yourself that you know the material. So a lot of times I hear people say, nothing I studied was on the exam. You shouldn't ever be studying just content. You should be studying strategies. You should feel that even if you don't know the answer, you have tools in your toolbox, like the five W's or breaking down questions that will be able to help you narrow it down. So use all the strategies learned through agents of change, maybe the five W's, maybe the helping process to help you through some of those questions. But don't just pick any random answer um, without having some sort of strategy to get you through. No, you can and you will get questions wrong. The goal here is to pass the exam. The goal is not to get 100%. An employer is never going to ask you how many did you get correct on this exam. That doesn't matter. What matters is if you passed, you made the passing mark. So know that there's going to be some that you get wrong and that is okay. This is very, very, very difficult for some people that might have some perfectionist tendencies. You want to do really, really well. But remember, 100% is not going to get you anything additional. You just want to pass the exam. You need to meet the minimum to pass. Each question is a fresh start. So you might have had a stretch of three hard questions. Start fresh. Reset as you approach each new question. And don't ruminate over ones that were difficult for you in the past. Because then we start to second guess ourselves and, and we kind of start to self-doubt. We get into those negative thinking patterns. So each question is a fresh start. Make sure you're mentally resetting as you are approaching questions. Remember, you can do hard things. This is a hard test. It is a very, very, very challenging test. It's mentally challenging. It's, um, it's just hard to sit and answer questions for 170 different um, test items. This test is hard, but you can do it. There's many, 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 many people who have passed this exam. Believe in yourself and know that you can do this. If you have any questions or you're looking for more study content, you can contact me at agentsofchangeprep at gmail.com. Um, I have tons of paid and free study materials on my website. Feel free to reach out if you have questions. And remember that you got this. So I want to thank you for tuning in. Subscribe to my channel if you'd like updates on new videos. And um, know that... As always, I want to congratulate you on taking the step in this process wherever you are towards becoming licensed. Thank you.